sponsored by Caffeine. What's happening, people? You're tuning in to Comedy by Coincidence. This is episode 85 of Awesomeness. B thing is kind of throwing me off. Anyways, all right, all right. What about, what about the up, down, up, down? I'm more of a, you know, a little bit on the tip kind of thing. You know what I mean? Hey, what's happening? I was hoping you were going to keep your crazy hair for the podcast. Damn. It's getting long, Done. bro. Holy shit. You looking oh, yeah, like, man. bro, your hair is wildly long. Is that long. Chris Cornell? Yeah, right? What the fuck is going on, dude? You it's look uh, like you could like be in a, a deathcore metal band from the 90s. Uh, yeah, it's a, uh, it's called Nipple Thrasher. Um, it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's an homage to, uh, the, uh, the, the thrashing of, uh, the, Ty's uh, nipples. The, the cow's nipples whenever we're trying to get that good sweet cow milk out oh, okay um i think i think they're called nipples I don't, I don't know you look like you should be in a band called bodega cat bodega cat uh, like a real bodega cat right now potentially potentially like a, a real bodega cat with a dead eye like I've, I've been in a bodega and if it doesn't have a dead eye it's just not right <laughs> Bring back Bodega Cats in St. Louis. That's all I'm saying. It's like a staple in New York. We need to bring that back. What What are we doing? You want to see more tourism to St. Louis? Bodega Cats. Let's go. Tourism to St. Louis. Isn't that just a tad bit? Um, nah, I'm not going to say it. You you like St. You have your St. Louis pride. You can keep it. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's a, there's mixed feelings about St. Louis. It's in the basement. The pride is in the basement. It's it's just like it's nicknamed the gateway to the west, but I feel like sometimes it it's a nickname, it's a it's a misnamed. It's more like the gateway to fucking your cousin, you know? It's it's Bro, the, that's gateway. the south. It's the you're gateway like, to depression. Yeah, it 
but but it starts like St. Louis down is when it like the frequency increases. You know what I mean? Like, it's more like the gateway you go north of St. Louis gateway to crime, doggy. You know what I'm saying? Like we. Fair enough. You are a city that allowed a guy fly a plane through that arch and get away with it. So right, we encouraged it. In fact, so it's like I, I think you paid him. I believe so. So, <laughs> um, yo, how are you doing, my man? You you hanging in there over there in Europe? You're almost done with your European tour, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're man, scheduled I'm... to be back here in two weeks, right? Yes, April fourth. I should be back, but. How I'm doing always seems to be a long tirade of bullshit. We never get to how you're doing. So how are you? Let's start with you for once, man. Okay, dog. I got to say this. We were talking about pride in the basement, bro. My basement flooded these last two days. In fact, it flooded twice yesterday. Okay. And that's whack, bro. Because I fixed I fixed it flooded like two years ago. I fixed that issue. So it would never be a repeating issue. And that's not the mm-hmm. issue. It's coming from a different source. So it's like it's been it's been it's been tough and we're here based off of just pure willpower right now cuz I mean the you know the studios in the basement. This is like the only room that didn't flood. So we're rocking that's it. That's lucky but also curious. Well, thank God, right? We don't need our our computer and equipment getting all fucked up, right? But Damn it! I, I well, blew it again. I thought I thought I thought electronics love water. Well, here's the deal. Like, I mean, you've the seen main, the GoPro. Yeah, the main uh, rehearsal area we got is just, was what really flooded. Like, I'm talking carpet soaked. It flooded right behind my giant Marshall half stack. It's been it's been a guy. It, and and here's the deal. We got our big rehearsal today. Our last rehearsal for the. Bistol Brain Jam tomorrow at Highway 61 Roadhouse. Be there. Be square. This is coming out a week later. What am I talking about? It will have happened by then. But, um... I mean, they should still go check it out. Yeah, if you guys come out, thank you guys. And uh, if you were there, I appreciate you. Uh, mad love and respect. Hopefully it's a good one and I don't eat, sh- eat shit. You know, it's what it is. But that being said, the whole basement... It's... Anyways. It's just not the weekend for... My basement to flood. That's what I'm saying. We got our biggest rehearsal, and now everything's torn apart. Drum sets torn apart. PA's torn apart. Everything. You know. So as soon as as soon as we're off here, I'm gonna spend like two hours putting everything back together so that I can maybe pull off rehearsal today. But what were you gonna say? Sorry. How do you even? How do you how do you dry a drum set like? Do you like because it's wood, right? And so if you yeah. just let it air dry, it could warp, right? And if you put heat to it, it could crack. Like, right. how, do you, how do you? You go for the air dry teacher. method. At least your dummy, your dummy non drummer friend here went for the air dry method. And here's the deal: since uh, it was on the carpet, I don't think it got as bad as it could have been. You know what I mean? Like that, okay. the bass drum could have just mm-hmm. been sitting in an inch or two of water, but it was on top of the carpet, and the carpet soaked up most of the water. So, like, only the bottom of the bass drum got soaked. And I made sure to like take a towel to it, get it as good as I could, and then go for air dry. So, okay. So then that just like, I the the basement flooding thing always makes me curious because. 
like there there are people that have houses who um let's call them rich okay sure and uh they they have wings of their houses that they never go into you know do they just like sacrifice that wing of the house if it floods and call it a new pool or like you know i i, I the you just the, never the catch poor it. man's yeah like yeah. the poor man's problem uh influenced onto the rich person is really a curious thing to me you know like uh because they can't you don't call triple a for your rolls royce right you know you don't call triple a if you got a pop tire on your ferrari right so is there like a rich person's edition of that where it's like they bring you know a tow truck that like is clean for once or is it like what's the procedure there or you just roll with joe schmo and hope he doesn't wreck your half a million dollar car here's the deal if if you're a rich person and your ship floods all of a sudden you have the perfect opportunity to get onto a uh, reality tv fixer upper show and that's exactly how i think that's how that would go Ooh. you know what i mean because you're saying that the rich that's person has angle. to take their their shit to the rich person place to get it fixed well i would say there's nothing more richer fancy i could see them doing then like a home renovation show okay. kind of thing. Oh well, fuck. We might as well redo everything. One wall got wet. Shit. Uh, well, I will. I will point. make this uh, this little uh, addition here. I don't know that I'm gonna get behind that just because. Like, have you read the horror stories after those home renovation things? No. Oh, oh man. They're atrocious. They're horrible. They're atrocious. They'll go in and they'll do any old thing, and then a lot of like a lot of people will come back later and be like, "Hey, hey. Uh, they tore out something important, or they didn't put back something important, or they staged it with a bunch of this furniture and then took it all out and then didn't bring our stuff back." Never took our shit, brought our stuff. Back. Yeah, it's like horror story oh, calibers yeah. of shit. I can't imagine a rich person would be a uh, diving right in. Now, is that like? Joe and is it, are you talking about the horror stories from the reality show? Or yeah. are you talking about just like general home renovation horror stories? No, I'm talking about from, from the, the shows, shows like your fixer uppers and your love it or list it and all well, that they... good shit. Like I don't know exactly which shows have which complaints because obviously with like lawsuits obviously and shit, we're they classy. won't name we don't drop watch them, them, but they'll say no, I'm <laughs> trash. I watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Those fully those would call me out. Yeah, I was about to say, are you garbage guys would be like, oh, the trash. What? Do you see me right now? I got jammies on the bottom and hoodie on the top. I'm garbage. Yeah. <laughs> the viewers. Oh yeah, like, uh, like it. But I, I, they didn't bring their stuff back. Like, why would they bring their old crappy stuff in back into a house that just got fixed? I think it's a time for a new wardrobe at that point. That's what right. the show was like, assuming. Okay. But yeah, no, like they don't say specifically which ones a lot of times because they're th afraid of lawsuits, but they'll say like, oh yeah, your Magnolia Network or your HGTV shows, we had them in and uh, never again. I've always been uh, extreme home makeover. I've always been dubious about there because like um, they, they, the, they would watch their house get blown up or whatever and then they would start doing it again and then they would walk in and the like the rooms would be fully stocked with clothes. It's like you just got your room redone. Who needs new socks? You know, like right. that's the I've I've always thought it's weird the extent that they would do up the room. Right. You know, I I I just don't want to go further with this just in case they get litigious, you know. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh thank you for asking me about my week. 
Um, Dr. Evil, you doing good? Oh, for the most you part. You straight? Mostly. Uh, wonderful. Uh, Ty, let's get back to you, brother. How How's things been over there? Where you at right now? Uh, Berlin, bro. Berlin, baby. Yeah, um, I'm on the, uh, I'm going to call it the good side. <laughs> okay. Because I, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know which side, like, uh, I don't know which side I'm on. I don't know where the wall was. I don't know the east-west situation or whatever, but the area I'm at has good pizza, and that's what matters, you know? Dude, you're just eating you know. pizza everywhere you go. You're not going to try any of this, like, amazing Germanic Austrian Fuck their food. Local, no, 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 You're just no. Going don't, from don't the get the food. traditional dish, okay? The best way to experience the world is to try their local flavor, a za. Pizza, okay? Yeah. You can't, oh you can't, uh, the pie is so ubiquitous across the world. It's so universal, and every it's it's different flavors, and that's how you judge a city, and Berlin gets an A, Okay. Berlin has got good za. They got it. All right, you can can waste your time at any German restaurant in the United States, and it'll taste basically the same as, you know, coming to Berlin. Congratulations. But you will not get the same pizza from uh, Berlin that you will get in the States. It will never, ever happen. It's, it's, as the New New Yorkers say, it's the water. It's It's the the water. water. The water makes a good pie. Okay. Well, St. Louis got some good water. Maybe that's why Emo's slapped so hard. Um, exactly. Yo, you've had Emo's pizza. Now that you've had, like, Viennese pizza, Italian pizza, Germanic pizza, what what do you feel about Emo's pizza, St. Louis, St. Louis's own? I've, uh, I've said this before, and I, uh, I stick by it. It's a very good pie. It's a good pie yeah. if you're looking for a spaghettios taste. You know, oh. the 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 sauce no, the, the sauce, sauce tastes exactly it. like a, a spaghettios nah. mixed with delicious cheese and toppings. Now, I feel like they put you know? a little bit of sugar in their sauce and that makes it like you know what I mean? <laughs> they got a no little doubt. sugar I'm in their sauce. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they put some like MSG, some like straight My, up. You know, corn the main syrup. complaint I hear about Emos is the is the uh, crust itself, just how thin it is. Because I mean, it's thin crust, but most people say it those, tastes like cardboard. And I'm like, those those people don't understand the the point of Emos pizza, right? They also never Emo's fled pizza, from the Egyptians and didn't have time exactly. for their dough to rise. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and then it's also one of those like Emos understands the name of the game. The crust is purely there to put the toppings from the box to your mouth. Right. Like this is so it doesn't need to be a thick supporting thing. They cut it up into small squares anyway for your uh pleasure, your tasting uh choice and it's it's it it needs to last from the box to your mouth. That's right. Nothing more, nothing less. And Emo has perfected the thickness of the crust that will do that if you, you eat the slice within three to four bites. So you enjoy all the toppings to their maximum. And here's the deal. The toppings make the pizza. It's the Provel cheese. Provel cheese is a St. Louis cheese that you only really find here. 
It's like mozzarella, cheddar, and one other cheese mixed into one super cheese. And that's the that becomes Provel cheese. It's amazing shit. You got your emo sauce, which Ty apparently thinks just tastes like spaghettios, but man, it's some sweet shit. And then bro. I'm I'm not I'm not it's not a bad thing. Let me let me clarify. It's not a bad thing, but it it brings me back to school lunch. And that's a <laughs> wonderful experience. Emo's the pizza that cuts itself. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see here. I have one other one too. If you, yeah. And like I said, if you're hating on the crust, clearly you never had to like escape from the Egyptians and didn't have time for your dough to rise. You know what I mean? That's that's where we get the unleavened bread from. You know what I mean? And emos caught on to that. They were like. We need to get this pizza to these people pronto. Who's got time for the dough to rise? Am I right? Who's got time exactly. for the dough to rise? We're busy motherfuckers. We got shit to do. You know what I mean? They were getting chased by like lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! You know it's the the Egypt used to not be desert, right? So it's it's one of those. There there was no time. Even even if like you were a slave in Egypt and you were escaping. You didn't have time for the bread to rise then. You didn't have time to for the bread to rise, even if you were Egyptian, because you had to go sacrifice somebody to Ra. Like, there there was just no time for bread to rise. That's what I'm saying. Um, hey, yo, yo, do you do any uh, mics this week? Uh, this week? Let me see here. You're okay, in Berlin. So, um, I feel like there's going to be some American, st- like, not American, English-speaking stuff, though, right? Mer- speak yeah, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just... Uh, do we no, I uh I I like to do the uh the uh progression of the mics in order and I'm trying to remember when we left last left off. So you hit um, two bikes and you had one scheduled for Monday two weeks ago. Uh in Vienna. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, in Vienna. Um I listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well one of us has to. <laughs> um yeah, uh, so I, I've done two mics since then. Uh, the mic that we talked about in Vienna um, that I was going to, and then I did one mic here in Berlin. Nice. <clears throat> mic in Vienna went, it went well. You know, it was, it, nothing uh, really stood out in my mind. It's just that uh, I finally... Uh, broke a habit of like if it's not going well, doubling back on material that I know works, and just you know powering through, and hoping I can make something out of something. That's uh, good, which is good. Um, so it's like uh, the mic in Vienna. It was a, uh, it was a fun time, but you know, nothing, nothing uh, really stood out. Right home. In nothing to write home about. Um, I feel you. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Do nothing to write home about. There? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, the, the mic in Berlin was, uh, it's a smoking bar. Nice. You know, that's your spot. Uh, you know, smoking bar, uh, ran, uh, the bartender was a, uh, could have easily been a former defensive lineman. Uh, you know, he, he was large, uh, large in the good way, you know, bulky, bulky, uh, makes to mean gin and tonic. Smoky bar, clearly it's like an expat bar. So you know, there's like barbed wire 
painted on the wall and like checkpoint charlie and a whole bunch of like pro-american soviet cold war stuff on the wall uh so it was like just a cool vibe to walk into uh open mic was in a back room right uh it was maybe mm, 30 people 30 people in the room maybe I would say 20 to 30, 20 to 30 went pretty well, went pretty well. A couple jokes that I can't say in America uh, uh, went very well. I can't (laughs) say it in America because uh, Americans just won't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I was the third American on the lineup and the other two guys were super skinny. So I just walked up and I was like, well, you've seen a couple Americans and I am another one, but I'm the only medium in the room. You know, reference to size that kills. You can't say that in America because people are like, "We don't understand. We think you're small." You know, it's it's it just won't land. Right. That's tremendous. Is what it is. Uh, um. Uh, the lady before me did a solid ten minutes of pedophile jokes that weren't working. Uh, you know, it, so you I, went I up there and did her five on pedophile, and it it killed. Right. Actually, I I only did one minute, one 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 joke about pedophiles, and it was an opening joke where I was like, I've never heard so many pedophile jokes from somebody who looks like she fucks her students, uh, and that that you that's a solid roast, solid roast. Yeah. I stand by that roast. It was a good good opening salvo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Set the tone. <laughs> Set the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some people got it. Other people were like, oh, we don't know what a roast is. Uh, so We're German. Ooh, no, I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> we, <love. laughs> we, don't, we don't roast people. We gas them. You know, the, the usual. <laughs> got me. Oh, shit. Let me see. Well, good, man. I'm glad you had a good show. Good couple getting out there. Um, fuck yeah, dude. Anything else to note? Uh, let me see here. Um, Berlin's my favorite city in the world, I think. Really? Um, Why is that? Yep. Drinking in public is perfectly legal here. <laughs> uh, so, you know, for two fifty, you step into the corner store, get your beer, Take the bottle opener that's hanging from the refrigerator, pop your beer, walk out into the streets. Ain't nobody going to say a word. Uh, perfect recycling program for the bottles. It's called just set it on the ground. Uh, somebody's going to pick it up if they need the money and they'll turn in the bottle for you. You know, um, it's uh, um, it's 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 some people would call the city dirty. I call it a city with perfect character. You know, I I've, I've, there are so many. This like this is one of the cities in Europe where I say it's no longer a, uh, a German city. It's a multicultural city. It like supersedes the uh, local culture, you know, kind of like how New York is not like New York is it's part American, of America, right? but it's not America. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's so many subcultures going on there that it's not just one culture yeah. going on. Right. Thing. You know, so, and that's that's exactly what's happening inside Berlin as well, where there's just everything's mixed together. It's not really a German city anymore. It's not really nobody makes claim to the city because there's just so many people here. Right. 
Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And it's all mixed up. You know, I've said other cities were uh, separated by like uh, people gathered together into their tribes, into neighborhoods. I don't really get that vibe here. It seems like everybody's mixed up and it's uh, kind of just a free for all, live your life, you know, live life. Uh, live life, it, drink on the streets, throw oh, yeah. your bottles wherever and piss wherever. I, sounds lit, oh, dude. Yeah. Beautiful graffiti and murals, you know, like. It's a city with a lot of character. Nice. Glad you're out there experiencing it. Uh, you excited to come home, though? Excited to get back to Florida? Uh, I, I, Florida? I am. I, uh, I'm going to be home in Florida for, uh, I think, 48 hours. A total of two days. Okay. Yep, and uh, probably less. I'm, I'm, I got to go home and see my moms, dude. Uh, she recently got a, a, a surgery. So okay. it's like one of those, I got to go help out with the fam for a week. Totally. You know, make sure they're doing all right. Uh, I have to not make my mom laugh, which, uh, sucks. Cause she, she got a mouth surgery. So she's kind of like one of those horror, horror villain guys where her mouth's sewn shut and, you know, Joker scars and everything. So it's like, I can't, Jesus I can't make her laugh. Yeah, it's 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 a serious thing, uh, you know. But she's fine. She's good. It it was it's it wasn't an emergency or anything. She didn't like, you know, meet a doorknob with her chin or something like that. It's 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 a, uh, it's one of those. It, you know, uh, she chose to do this, and I have to go help. Uh, not I make her it. laugh so she doesn't end up in more pain. So it's uh it's gonna be a week of hell. It's gonna be serious time. Seri- yeah, so serial. <clears throat> so, uh, love you, moms. Yeah, shout out to Ty's shout mom. Out. Hey, thanks for always supporting the podcast, and uh, you know, maybe don't watch it while you're recovering because you're not supposed to laugh. I mean, hey, that's okay. Watch the podcast. You know, sometimes it doesn't make anybody laugh. It's all well, good. Uh, I, have sometimes you ever thought about how dry? What's up? <laughs> like, uh. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I it, it's my mom. Like uh, I've been thinking about it for a hot second. All right, so she can't talk for a while, okay. and uh, because she just had the surgery, her eyes are also swollen shut. Okay, so she is effectively uh, blind and mute, uh, and but can hear it. Like what? What? Have you ever thought about what you would do all day if you were just blind and mute for a couple of days? I'd sleep in, man. Big time, sleep. Yeah, but you're not gonna sleep for seventy two hours straight. I could, I could do a twenty four hour run though. Have a good time with that. Feel all caught up afterwards. That'd be nice. And then after that, you know, if I'm just, if I can, you can't even say Amazon. Throw this on, or hey Siri, throw this on. You know. So yeah. You can't read. Can't use your phone. Like at that at that point, do you switch back to terrestrial radio? Yeah, probably. I'd just like to say it's amazing how the Siri function on your phone never listens except for when you don't mean to talk to it. Yeah, yeah well, it's what it is. Always listening, always watching Wazowski. So I think I think that's a programmed by design. Right. Um, you know, because it's it's 
the most annoying people are the, and I'm probably one of these, is the people that show up when you don't need them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time. Um... Sorry. Um, so, so, uh, yeah, uh, I, I do want to say this. I got one more show in Berlin. It's going to be on a boat. So I'm bringing out the classics, you know, uh, I think I'm going to do some audience participation to get them into the, into the mood of the joke. I'm saying is, is it, it going to be a lot of fun? It's on the floating lounge tomorrow, uh, on a river in Berlin. And then I got a, uh, I got two more spots. In in, uh, Ger- in Germany before I finish out th- this international run of comedy open mics, and they're going to be in Frankfurt. Nice. Um, yeah. So, just just as a heads up, uh, you know, listen to next week's episode to hear hear what uh, what goes down with that. Sounds good. Your boy might be mobile next weekend. I might be here. We'll see what's going on. We'll see how flooded my house is. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But again, got my we got the Forgiving Tree show tomorrow. Should be good. I'll uh report back on that next week. And uh yeah, man. Last weekend I went on a mini vacation down to Piedmont, see some homies, bring Dr. Evil with us. Light some shit on fire. Light stuff on fire, run the house out, run the well out of water. We Shout had to out. do we had to do plenty of stuff, you know. You ran them out of water, and we promptly split. Yeah, before they woke up. So I'm sure when they woke up, they both had to take, like, monster shits, because I definitely had to that morning. We did some drinking, you know. They didn't have no water to flush. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got I know some. what you mean. I'm just wondering if your basement flooded in revenge. That's what I'm saying. Karma probably caught up to me. <laughs> for rizzle. The water strikes back. It always does, you know? Really this, does. like... It do be do be do. We've just had an ungodly amount of rain this March. And I think it's penance for having none all summer last year. Yeah. What else is going on? Um, we went and saw some fights two weekends ago. The last time we recorded. That was wild. We saw... Oh yeah, uh, for like, the 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 Shamrock people, right? Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Local club. How'd that, how'd that go? That was pretty cool. Um, two things that I'll say about it, or a couple things. Uh, one, the fight, like community, the people who show up to those things were, were all really nice. Like, oh yeah, they were all very like you know if they were gonna like pass by you, you know, like have to squeeze past you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. You know, I'm so so apologetic and shit, but well, genuinely cool and trying to, like, talk to you and very involved. It was kind of cool. Um, I mean, when you're in a crowd of people that could cave each other's face in without thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to say please and thank you. Yeah, you get kind of polite when everybody could beat your ass. Uh, it was at a casino, so it was my first time being at a St. Louis casino. Pretty aye, aye. Ooh. You know. How, how was that? How was how was the casino? Uh we 
we checked out the casino, but we didn't gamble that night because we would have been there all night. I mean, the fights finished up at like eleven thirty or something. So. Oh yeah. We were like, you know, let's get been the there fuck until out four. of here. Yeah. And then uh, we we had the itch to go back the next day though, and then we, I lost all my money I brought, and Farmer lost all his money he brought. And we had to go grab Dr. Evil and be like, hey, we have to tap out. <laughs> She's like, I haven't gone through it yet. So at least she got to walk out with some of her money. I was actually ahead for a little bit, but like. I fucked up her streak. We were That's losing. I mean, I started losing anyway, so it was better that we left before I just like. She started losing after thing. I fucked up her streak. <laughs> which is. What'd you, what'd, you, uh, what'd you guys play? What'd you play? What, what, what are your games? Bro, my game is electronic roulette. Electronic like, roulette—that's that's, solid choice. Solid that's choice. my go-to. I'm a roulette and big six kind of person. Basically, if spinny wheel go burr, I'm about it. Right. I, I big six, like what? Big okay. six. All right. So you have a basic. I mean, you've seen like the like option wheels and stuff like that. If you like spin the wheel, get, pick whatever thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's that, but you're betting on what number you expect it to hit. And they only got six numbers on there. Well, they've got, oh, a, okay. they've got yeah. And they no, might have like a couple special ones. numbers, no. They got one, three, five, or six num- five, 11, and 23, and then you have the special and the two diamonds. Okay. So you got a couple of different things. Interesting. There. Yeah. Interesting. And basically, like, like, you know, there's a whole slew of ones, like a lot of threes, but less. Like, you know, so you're odds change depending on what you're betting like there are some that only have one or two spots on the board there are some that are like literally every other spot on the board so there's your low value sounds like a uh sounds like uh some some casino owner looked like a rigged roulette game and was just like we could make this legal yeah oh yeah big time (laughs) <laughs> but you get your strat going, you switch it up between the two right when you hit a losing streak, and you can just coast. Yeah. It's, you know, Ooh. it can be cool. But okay, we are not okay. supporting gambling in any way. Please, if you have a gambling problem, uh, call the number. Call 1-800-HELP-ME. I'm a gambler. Um, I think that's the number. It's like 1-800-GAMBLE or something like that. But They've changed it to bets off, I bets think. Bets off, okay. It's off. Okay. So we fit the uh, legal requirement of the gambling. So let's talk about how I lost $1,000. Did you? No, no, I'm fucking around. I did. Uh, I was. You guys never fuck around with dice craps? Oh my God. I I'm hate so craps. bad at craps. I fucking hate craps. If you, you are in town, craps. you got to teach me to love it then. Okay. Cause like, I don't get it. Okay, I don't get a lot of it. My father trying to teach us how to play. He sucked and... at explaining it. Yeah, big time. Shout out to Chip. He I love you, dog. You tried his best. I will. You give tried him your that. best. He was pretty involved in the game that was going on, though. So again, doing his best was like, yeah, you do. What's going? Oh, seven. God damn it. I yeah. still don't understand what pass or don't pass is supposed yeah, to mean. You know. it, and you have to bet one or the other or something like that. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> yeah, okay, it goes yeah. right all over right, my head. Right, right, I just right. start betting on the numbers. So- yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, you got the bet line. You can't you can't bet nothing until you put something on the bet line, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, and then you you got the uh, the kind of like there. an ante. The, uh... Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like an ante. Okay. Bet line ante. 
I can understand that. Yeah. Keep going. Um, right. Or is it met line, pass line? It's something, something line, right? Uh, and then you got your numbers, which is the uh, um, the three, four, five, six, and then uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. All right, going to be before seven or after seven, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um. So when it's on, seven is the devil, right? So uh, the game. Let's say you start the game from scratch, right? It's off at that point. When it's off, seven and eleven are good. Everything else is whatever, you know. Uh, I think uh, I'm going to say uh, seven and eleven are good, and I'm going to say a two and a twelve are bad. Uh, when it's off, that that means you know you can't really bet on the numbers. Everything on the board is kind of stagnant. When it turns on, that's when you can make the big bucks. I don't know the odds. Don't ask me about the odds. Yeah. But that's when you can bet on the individual numbers on the board, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when seven is bad. How yeah, it gets wanna... on is like, let's say you roll the dice. You get, uh, you throw the dice and you get a six, all right? So then the, the button, which is like, it literally says on off on it. It goes on the six. If you get another six, Everybody on the sixth wins double or something double like or that. Something crazy, okay. You know, big bucks. If you roll a seven, when it's on board cleared, everybody loses. House wins. Right. Right. That's why. That's that's the, uh, the bare basics. You can do different number combinations as well with it and all that, but that's just the very very basics of it. Uh, I once walked in with fifty bucks, walked out with six fifty. One of the best nights of gambling I ever had. Took me about three hours. It was at a small. It's called Riverside in uh, just south of Iowa City. Okay. Hey, let's take a second and restart the Zoom. Okay. Yeah, I need a burp too. Yeah, do it. We're in. We're back. So uh, we're back. So craps is a lot of fucking fun, but it's like huge ups and downs. It's like uh, you know, because you throw you throw a lot on the board. And the more you throw out, the more you get back in return. But the second it hits the seven, you're you, fucked. You Jack. lose all. You lose you're all gone. of it. Now, can you pull out once you have money on the board? Uh, you can, but I mean, usually the dealer's like, "No, no, no, one more throw." Like he's, the dealer's gonna kind of go try on to that keep you in there because he wants bit. you to get the seven. Yeah. And, right. So, like, whenever I'm gambling, my move is like, uh. I throw out the ante. Like the money I show up with is the money that I can leave on the ground. Um, anything I get up past that goes in my pocket. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't touch the board. It doesn't do anything. Once I have the initial amount that I've board, uh, nice. arrived there with, it's. I just start shoving chips in my pocket. Right. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Well. So so one eight hundred bets off. One eight hundred bets off, people. Don't get it. <laughs> You're not gonna win six fifty every time you walk in there. In fact, the last three times oh, your no. boy's been in in there, I keep losing fifty bucks. You know what it is. You know what I mean. So, uh, it's Chrome it's really just leave your debit card at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because a they're gonna charge you a fee for it, using it. And uh, oh, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. Yeah, dude. 
but uh i walked up to you've been to vegas right yeah 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 you ever hit up those atms those atms inside the casinos are no fucking joke a ten dollar service fee yeah that's what i'm saying holy shit yeah it was like that at uh ameristar too um which is why i was like yeah it's time to tap out (laughs) yeah yeah it's time to tap out uh no in Vegas what was nice was I showed up with cash and then never I what made me feel good even though I lost all my money that I brought I didn't touch my debit card the whole time I was there you know what I mean so like all the food ooh nice all my smokes whatever yeah. the fuck I was buying was all just off of either winnings or the cash I'd brought you know what I mean stayed now, in budget lost lost it all by the last day but you know. It's Vegas. You're not getting out there more. with extra. I mean, sometimes between since we went with like six people, yeah, somebody for sure isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody for sure isn't winning. You know? Oh yeah. So even then, like you went six people, so uh, you know the odds state that uh, one of you got an STD. So that's just a little Las Vegas gift that keeps never given, or uh, keeps on giving. And then uh, three of you lost everything. One of you broke even. And then uh, the last person, that lucky son of a bitch, made 20 bucks. What the fuck? Made a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The person who won won pretty good. Yeah. But also, and somebody. But they were up and down real bad the whole weekend. It was nerve wracking. It was nerve wracking. I'm up 200. I've lost it all. I'm up 200. I lost it all. Give me $20. I made it out with a thousand. Wild shit, dude. Please, one eight hundred. Bets off. Um, don't no. Wait, joke. wait, 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 wait. This is a sign of a good friend. Did they pay back that twenty dollars, or were they just like, nah? That do you? Let I don't. Me I don't know. It wasn't. They weren't borrowing it from me. <laughs> I lost my money. You know what I'm saying? Fair so. enough. Fair enough. Because I mean, if you if you you borrow twenty dollars and you made a thousand dollars on the on the tables. And you didn't There's give back that twenty dollars. There's an interest rate. It's a shit move. Yeah, if you just give him twenty bucks back, yeah, I'd be like, um, doggy. You know, but so yeah, Chris has a gambling problem now. One eight hundred bets off. Went to Piedmont the next weekend. This weekend, everything we touch is broken and flooded and. Uh, my Xbox stopped working on our like right when I plugged it in at Piedmont. That was kind of a so had to get that fixed this week. Um, yeah, man. I hear all my favorite comedians talk about how they bring their Xbox on the road and like they never, you know, go to a hotel without their Xbox. I'm like, how many of y'all? How many times do you got to repair that Xbox, though? Because fucking, it seems like every time I travel with an Xbox, it breaks that time I travel. You know what I mean? My luck I with just... Xboxes is not great. And I'm not particularly rough with them, because I know going into it, they're likely to break if I touch them, right? So, like, this last time, I literally packed the Xbox in, like, a giant duffel bag. And I was like, I don't want it to move around, though. I want it to be secure. I don't want anything to, like, sit on top of it. I'm going to put a giant pillow in the bottom and put the Xbox on top. Extra padding, right? You know, like I'm FedEx shipping it. 
and apparently that fucked the HDMI port up somehow. Just saying. That was whack as fuck. I was like, I've tried to be careful. I think uh, the Xbox curse is uh, was summoned by uh, Mario and the Nintendo Brothers. Um, because it's like everybody's traveling their Xbox. E- e- even uh, I'll expand it and say their PlayStation. And yet Nintendo's saying, sitting over there just like, we built a thing for travel. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Can you please just switch back to Mario? Get your Switch out. Play some fucking <laughs> Animal Crossing. Build but up really, your island. Like, you know? Nintendo just needs to do like a realistic Mario where uh, you can see the blood you know, squirt out of the Goopa's face. You know what I mean? Like They just need to go hard in the paint. With the graphics. Yo, they just need to come I out think... with GT Mario St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be tight as fuck. I'd play that all day on the Switch. Like, a, you know what? Competition to GTA? Grand Theft Mario. St. Louis style. East St. Louis style. One of the objectives is Mario has to st- steal copper from the, the side <laughs> of the house. From a house for sale? <laughs> 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 That really got Ty. That was the most emotion I've seen from you in weeks. I think you need to explain to me why that affected you so much. It's me, Mario. I need a new pipe. <laughs> he is a plumber. I just I, I have I have an entire infomercial stuck in my head where it's just Mario going on. It's me, Mario. I have copper pipe. And then he's just like walking into people's houses and being like, see, no pipe. And then he grabs it out of the wall. Family sitting there eating dinner. It's just like, what the fuck? And then he's like, don't worry. It's waterline. And then he walks out. And then he's like, <laughs> the house blows up. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, it was gas. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Wow. To your bite or to your point, he takes a bite out of a Goomba and starts tripping his dick off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a robot chicken episode about that. Nice. Go uh Yo, speaking of robot chicken, any comedy news this week, anybody? Let's see. Um, Brian Callen of Fighter and the Kid got signed to Steven Crowder. Who is based in Texas? Okay, apparently Crowder's going to fund his next special and is giving him a spot. I can't remember if it's once a week, only on Thursdays, but like a three is a a third spot on one of the main podcasts he does. So what does that mean for Fighter okay. and the Kid? I don't know. <laughs> So Brian Brian Callen's moving deeper deeper into the podcast game, or rather away from Brendan Schaub's game. How about that? You know what I mean? Oh, so he's he's leaving Fighter and the Kid? Not officially yet, but I mean Fighter and the Kid's still based in L.A. and Crowder and all of their their shit is set up in Texas. So I mean they came out and Brian said, "I'm not leaving Fighter and the Kid. I'm just gonna be, you know." gonna be different and i'm gonna be here in and out every once in a while so 
I think this is like Stones. his slow move to get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. It's uh, one of those uh, curious because, I mean, uh, Brian Callen has money. He's, he's a successful He needs more money, guy. though, because here's the deal. The view count is down on Fighter and the Kid. They're all sales are kind of dropping off, and they're having trouble even pushing tickets. So what's he doing? Kind of getting away from that a little bit. Kind of trying to yeah, jump, create jump his own. Going to something more lucrative. It's going to be a little weird because a little weird, but this is one of those you can't uh, you 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 can't hate the player. You got to hate the game type of situations. Yep. Um, Totally. It's just going to be weird because Callen's very much like has always talked liberal agenda to an extent and like tried to be, be like a moderate, but leaning a little bit towards the conservative the liberal mm-hmm. side of things, whereas Steven Crowder is like as fucking conservative as it gets. Yeah, and uh yeah. it's gonna be uh just like kinda interesting watching him try to play into it. I mean it, the 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 difference of opinion could be the play, honestly. Right. Um I don't know. I I was thinking about Brendan Schaub earlier walking around Berlin. Um uh, because uh we I, I make a lot of dirty uh, not dirty, low blows, low blows in his direction. And it's one of those, uh, I, uh, I think he just, uh, bit off more than he could chew at the time. And, uh, he's, uh, it's, it's one of those, he, it's got to slow down for a second if he wants to improve the product. You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean, you got to folk actually have some, uh, ability to hear, criticism to learn from it right now i'll yeah. say this while we're talking about brendan shaw um god the fighter and the kid drama is like thick right now because you got the brian callen stuff maybe is he leaving is he not they fired uh, a close producer I, I i'm saying producer he was more like help to the show and brendan's social media guru uh mark harley got fired from the show like maybe a month or two ago and has been like maybe two or three weeks ago. I think I mentioned this on the show. He's gone like on Reddit and did these like ask me anythings and about the show and like revealing all this like personal deep information about Brendan and like hating on them and just like spewing like a bunch of shit starting a shit storm. Really? Okay. Now I know this is uh, who gives a fuck about this drama right now. And I, I, I think this is uh that that situation is a classic uh you know um trust your lawyer and get them to sign an NDA. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Because otherwise that's exactly what you're getting from this. But um So uh Chris, uh in the mail in a couple of days, you know, there's gonna be uh, a letter. Do you mind signing it? <laughs> no no problem, buddy. <laughs> But no, I'm fucking around. The most recent bit of drama there is Mark Harley posted like a bunch of DMs that he was that Brendan had him respond to to like chicks on Instagram, hitting them back and all like releasing all those DMs. 
But then at the like same day or maybe even a day before, video got released of Harley literally trying to like. Uh, Doctor Evil, you're the one who found the video. Harley like stopping his f- wife or fiance. Wife. I think it was his wife. Wife from leaving and like showed him like kicking her car kicking her car and like getting behind it to keep her from going in reverse and then picking the tail end of the car up people are also speculating that he was trying to undermine her credibility by posting a video of her mid panic attack during an altercation where the cops ended up being called so Harley's got his own shit going on right now too yeah and I feel like the reason he's lashing out so bad at Brendan Schaub is because He's feeling like Brendan completely sabotaged his life or whatever between firing him and then his own personal drama going on with his wife or whatever the fuck's going on right now. Because apparently that she was trying to leave because he was cheating on her with a mistress and that got exposed or something. So So that's one of those... This is all coming from a place of my life is getting fucked and I'm blaming you for it, so I'm going to take you down or do everything I can yeah. to discredit you and make you look like it's the shittiest of people, too. Or shittier than me. So, vindictive bitches coming after it. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, okay. It's, it's a... I don't know what to make of that, honestly. It's it's one of those... Uh, you know what I make of it? I mean... It's L.A bullshit you know what i mean oh yeah la personality and uh agenda doing its number on ego egomaniacs you know what i mean people who get into the fame business for their ego and let it get too far or whatever other problems you know people get into the fame business for a shitty shitty reason you're getting into the comedy business, buddy, and I want you to remember that. You're getting into comedy, not fame, okay? Even if you get some fame, I, cool. Even if you get some fame, cool. You know what I mean? But you're in it for the comedy, and I, that's, I've always respected that about you. You, you do it for the laugh. I, you don't give a fuck, you know? I, I want people to laugh. Like, uh, the level of fame, I, I've thought about this for just a thought exercise because I was dumb, and... uh is like uh, the the level of fame I would like to achieve is that nobody knows who like they can't they can't place who I am they can't say my name but they know they need to watch out for me because I might be in trouble you know what I mean? yeah because like, they don't want to follow not like, you you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. they see me and then they decide to switch lanes on the road you know like they see me walking and then they're like I'll get out of his way. You know what I mean? Like that's the level of fame I want. Not 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 signatures or lines or anything. Just like people get a sense of this guy's special. You know, this little guy. We got to take care of him. Oh, I thought you were saying in like a fear way, kind of like you wanted an OJ reaction. Like people won't come with. Oh God no! Oh God no! Like like you do? Can you imagine any picture? the the soul of a room gets sucked dry just because you walk in like the OJ effect that that would suck. You mean like when I go into work? <laughs> What'd you do, no, buddy? I'm playing. I'm playing. No, I'm playing. I'm You're playing. not supposed to cuss at the kids, dude. Yo. I know. 
Trust me, I know. For sure. <laughs> it's when you call out the other people for cussing at the kids that they get mad at you. So that's what it is. Anyways, um, enough talk about work. I'm so excited to have you back in the States, my man, and us be doing this on the same time time zone or close to. That'll be so nice. So we're getting there. It would be ecstatic. Very ecstatic. It's been six months plus. They're about six months. Um, of at I've least eight hours apart, you know. Like, what time is it for you right now? Right right now, um, let me pull up the uh, the whole phone. Uh, it is 5.11, so it is 11.11 your time, right? Yeah, so we you got a six-hour time difference. You got it, uh, um, which, which, honestly, uh, I've, I've moved time zones, and it's always been six-hour time difference this entire time. Like, I've gone further and further back in time, and yet you've just kept following me. I know. It's like St. Louis is moving, too. No, I'm kidding. These tectonic plates, doggy. <laughs> They just don't understand, you know. Um, um other comedy news. Uh, this is my uh, weekly special update. I got one. It's uh, who? It's a doozy. All right, on Netflix, Burt Kreischer new comedy special out. Razzle dazzle. If you're on the Instagram and all that, he's just blown up with promos right now. It's it's. I haven't had a special where I've had to pause it in a long time and I had to pause this one just to laugh. I laughed for probably a good solid five minutes straight uh, at a certain point in this special. It's Bert has, I mean, he, he was falling into a trap before this special. And through this special, I see that he uh, fashioned himself a, a, a ladder out of, you know, margs and spritzers and cocktails and climbed his way out of that trap and has found a new avenue. This special is a good, super good razzle dazzle. Razzle Netflix. dazzle Netflix. Check Netflix. it out. That's awesome, man. I love Bert. I love me some two berries, one cave. Um, let's see. He makes fun of Tom, too. It was great. Good. He, I love he, that. Tom needs it's it. it's a good it's a good slight towards Tom. Tremendous, because you know I love Tom, but lately I think he's letting the money go to his head a little bit, man. Especially referring to his fans as fat pores. It gets to us fat pores a little bit. You know? Um, I think I've, I've been watching your mom's house more and more, and I think that that's a lot of inside jokes bleeding out. You know what I mean? Like the, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been a long time, mommy. Uh, yeah, you know, and their 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 personalities are definitely changing the longer they're in Texas, definitely. But I mean, that's to be expected, right? But mm-hmm. also, Christina gets on my nerves sometimes. I'm a, I'm not even gonna lie. She she makes it hard to watch sometimes. You know. Also. No. Not the let's, you know, let's we all, look into we, this. We all gonna bit. shit on Brendan Schaub's special, and we're not gonna shit on that dog shit she put out last time. That's what, Wait, I'm what saying. are you talking about? Are you talking about her mother inferior or her uh, mommy jeans or whatever? Mom, the latest one, the mo- I think it was mommy jeans, whichever one she's in. Oh, the she fucking looked like Hillary suit. Clinton in a fucking Pepto Bismol. Yeah, exactly, too. yeah, in the Pepto Bismol. 
dude, that that was pretty good. That was that. I'm not gonna lie. Like there were some points in there where it's just I don't think it connects with our age bracket and our life right now. Because right, right, right. you know we're, we're, we are we are two men talking about female comedy. You know, mother hey, comedy, mama it's comedy. It's called mansplaining. It's been a tradition for forever, and I think we should follow through. All right, right. core <laughs> values, dude. But no, I, I that there were some things in that one that didn't land with me. But you know, I thought she is a very good, good uh, runner up for the uh, inheritor of the Hillary Rodman Clinton's uh, throne. You know what I mean? Like, I think she could be president. One she day. could straight up do a good, uh, you know, with her hairstyle, she'd do a good Hillary if she wanted to. You know what I mean? Very. If Marilyn Monroe could ever be presidential, it would be Christina P. In that special, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. <laughs> with the with the blonde. No, but me, fashion, whatever. Okay, I don't we're gonna try it. Just, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm just arresting seven on the rage scale today. So, uh, that's that's fine. You got piss all over your floor, bro. Yep, it's what it is piss and dirt. And it's what's nice is it didn't come down the, the drywall, it came down the concrete behind the drywall. With that being said, when it first happened, I couldn't figure out where the fuck it was coming from. So I was just like losing my mind and everything was wet. And I was like, where? Why? Why? It's not the same. It's, it's, all things didn't so make sense. You 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 have an idea of where, where to look and everything, right? Well, it's going to be behind this fucking drywall, which I'm having to make the decision here this weekend if I'm going to tear this drywall out and see if I got some, like, serious crack that's letting all this water in. Because it's not coming in above the foundation, buddy. It's all dry up that high. You know Ooh, what I mean? okay, okay. So I'm starting hmm. to think I got, like, some nasty crack in my wall that... I, yeah, I don't want to give too much. This is it's not going to be funny, right? But... Um, yeah, I got a good idea on what's going on, and I'm just resting seven. Got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. Speaking of figuring I mean, out what I'm doing, I got uh, his historically uh, the one piece of advice I could give you for home re- renovations is uh for many hours of research of watching home renovation TV shows is uh when in doubt grab the sledgehammer. Right, no, I don't, but you you do that if you have money to replace the shit you're sledgehammering, right? If I, I can I go buy... I financial. <laughs> I said nothing about swinging the sledgehammer. I, I know nothing I about know money, out, just about tearing I just know about the demolition Just part. destruction. That's what I'm good for. Okay, well, if I need a home demolition, I know who to call. You know? All right. I'm an expert. Yes, yeah. <laughs> My mom will attest to it. I bet she would. <laughs> I bet she would here in a couple of weeks. Um, hey, I speaking of stuff to do, I gotta get out of here because I gotta start putting this basement back together for rehearsal here in a little bit. Uh, Savage of the week is Ty's mom, Mrs. Young. You rock! If you do hear this, you know, wish you the speediest of recoveries and thank you for always supporting the pod and most importantly your son, who's a who's a valuable, awesome human being. Okay. Uh, Matt, a little bit of a dirtbag sometimes. Valuable human being. 
We love her. So I don't know why I had to. Call I you think I think she would be happy to hear those words, man. So um, and uh, we're not supposed to make her laugh, so uh, I'm I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Right. Um, mad love and respect. You're the savage of the week, Miss Young, and uh, speediest of recoveries. Um, let's see. We will be back with y'all next week. We might be mobile. We'll see what happens. Um, but till then, mad love and respect, y'all. Y'all have a tremendous week. Gotta figure out how to do this. Okay. Gotta like, subscribe, tell your fucking friends. Tell your friends. Share this shit. Leave a comment. Mad love and respect. Praise Trevor Harrison.